Hi, I'm Tori. And I'm Hannah. And you're listening to We Why. Woo! Welcome back to another episode. As always, excited to have you. Um, we have two special guests today. Um, I have with me Steve, my boyfriend. Woo! Say yeah, hi. Okay, oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Steve's been on before if you've listened to our bonus episode. Yeah, our 90s trivia bonus episode. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. In Jacksonville. And I have Tim here, my boyfriend, who's first time on the podcast. Say Introducing hi, for the first time. Hi. <laughs> it's He's weird. Thrilled. It's like. <laughs> thrilled to be here. Happy to be here. Yeah, so we're all together live in person, which is fun. I feel like it's been forever since Very we've rare. recorded yeah. together. Um, we're also trying a new podcast location, so hopefully the audio is better this time. That's the goal. That's the goal. We may be creating a podcast studio, TBD. <laughs> yeah, not gonna lie, we found a perfect storage space. <laughs> way cooler. It's basically actually- a closet, but we'll see. We'll see. Um. So today we have um our partners, significant others, on because we're talking about why dating is so difficult, and I think we're kind of a little bit of a age range here. Yeah. Um, so we're looking at like between like our mid twenties to mid thirties and like, I mean, I think there's a lot we're going to discuss here, but like dating culture is just so different now. And Mm -hmm. I think, well, I think we both thought it'd be interesting to have the male perspective too. Yeah. So before we jump in, I want to get your guys' take. What do you, how do you feel about referring to your significant other as a partner? Are you asking me? Because I everybody. think I think it's fun. Are you my detective buddy? Are you my life partner? Are we like out on a ranch and we're partners? It's ambiguous. I love partner? it. I'm. I love it. It's exciting. No one knows. You never know. <laughs> the lack of clarity and ambiguity. <laughs> and ambiguity. I love it. <laughs> Honestly, though, I don't use it ever. Oh, see, I see it sometimes. And every my time, partner. I think because in the past, usually like partners were really used for like same-sex couples right and so now people are using it for more but every time i say partner i think that's what tim thinks (laughs) but i like it better than like boyfriend or girlfriend because that sounds like more possessive no i know partner seems like oh we're doing like it's like joint like we're doing life together right right i see that or like significant other is a good phrase but it's also longer so partner is more convenient i will say um this girl i know (laughs) once told me that when she was engaged, she never referred to herself as a fiance because she felt like it was a low key flex. Oh. Like, oh, I'm a fiance because there's only like a short amount of time you can say that. And like, yeah, that but see, that's why low. you got it. That's how you got to yep. flex. It's a short window. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah. What do you guys think? A boy's way in? Anything? Well, yeah. I think you kind of answered for me, right? You don't like it? Well, I mean, I mean, I like it now, I, especially after going to. One of our friends had like a friend's house for that game night. Yeah, we went to Kelsey's, who's been on the podcast before as well. Yeah. And her friend was like, Oh, how long have you and Tori been partners? And like I was kinda like, Oh, I like how you said that. Because, yeah. You know, it yeah. didn't make me feel like weird. <laughs> no, I mean I definitely agree. I think there was I mean, when I first heard it, it usually was in reference to like same sex couples, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's definitely become more like yeah. generally used. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Like, it's not a term I usually refer to when I'm talking just, you know, to my friends or colleagues and things like that. But I don't think I have a particular problem with it. Like, I think it makes sense. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's something that's going to catch on 
later. Like, it's more of a progressive term, I feel like. Right. Mm. Agreed. Yeah. So, I feel like it's going to become a little more popular maybe later. All in all, we're here for it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds I don't know like. what else you would do. Like, significant other? Uh, see, so long. Just right. abbreviate it. This is S-O. my so. This is my so. <laughs> I don't like that. Wow. Takes me back to middle school. Takes me back to algebra. Anyway. <laughs> I'm thinking chemistry. But yeah, yeah, chemistry. Sig figs. Why was I bad at it, too? Like, why was it so hard for me? <laughs> I still don't understand significant figures. Shout out to my five chemistry professors. All five of them? All five of them. I still don't understand significant figures. What was the name of the one we had together? I remember. Oh, well, this is not a quiz. Oh, Sensliver. Yeah. He was great. He was great. Quiz had a panic attack in his class that one time. Shout out to him <laughs> for letting me know there's a tornado on campus. <laughs> oh, that was a good time. Okay, anyways, should we? Back to the topic. Do you want to do any life updates? Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like, okay, I feel like I have a big life update that I kind of meant to share on last week's episode, but we got, like, distracted. Oh, our intro was, like, 30 minutes long. Well, because we talked about Love is Blind, which oh, is right. very, very time-consuming for us. Very time-consuming. actually listened to the episode, and he was like, yeah, I don't know what Love is Blind is, <laughs> but I listened to it, the whole thing. He's you like, could have skipped. It sounds like an interesting choice. I told him that. I was like, you can just fast forward it. Well, it's on Netflix. Check it out, I guess, if you don't know. But you're a great fan. What we're talking about. <laughs> um, but I'm actually going to be traveling for, like, the next couple months. Which is really exciting. It honestly feels really surreal. I'm leaving in two days. Two days. I know. Um, but I'm doing a bunch of traveling kind of all around. Um, and it's mostly a trip with the purpose of spreading my mom's ashes. So it'll be like really, um, I think, fulfilling and emotional and incredible in so many ways. So I don't know. I feel like I'll be updating yeah, so a lot too. on it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's the biggest thing happening. Um, in the meantime, I feel like this last week that I've been home has been nice because um, Steve and I have spent a lot of time together. Um, my aunt is here with um, visiting my stepdad, Randall, and him and I have spent some time together. So it's been like a good last week, like preparing mm-hmm. everything. A good send off. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if I mentioned also more recently that Steve got his wisdom teeth out. So I was like kind yeah. of taking care of Steve him for a, a while. Big, big life update. Yeah. It has a big. It's been rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's been what Lots you said, of, like nine days now. Lots just of mashed bit. potatoes and smoothies. And Mushy soup. foods. Mushy. Do you like soup? You had yeah, a couple soups. Yeah, I had some soups, you know, not, not too many options. I yeah. feel like, yeah. So aren't you, you're just drinking your smoothies, not with a straw. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is. Of course, yeah. gets all inside the mustache. And... Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, forget a milk mustache. Yeah. You ever have yeah. a smoothie mustache? Yeah, smoothie mustache. It's quite thicker. Yeah. 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 I tried the smoothie thing when I had my wisdom teeth out, but it didn't go that well. I don't remember. I just don't remember very no, well. The worst thing is, is like when you have a smoothie and it's like a thick smoothie. So when you try and drink out of oh, it, oh, it yeah. It's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's definitely a rough surgery. I feel like so many people get it done. Um, but 
yeah, it's not fun. And yeah. it's hard to eat enough. I, I was finding right. like, I'm just hungry all day. Like, I'm not able to eat. Yeah. I was content. Mm-hmm. You can't get it enough calories. <laughs> yeah. They just got those protein shakes from Publix. Yeah. Like, in, oh, yeah. not insure, but like. Um, yeah, it was like insure. one of those. <laughs> but old people. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. We actually have some at my parents' house. Right I know. Now. I have my grandpa. You do. If you guys need a stash of insurance. <laughs> Bring some next time. We hit up uh, Smoothie King. Right? Smoothie King. We hit up Smoothie a King a couple times. At this point. So. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, we hit them up all the time. I will say, though, every time the one by us we go to, it's different every time they make it. Oh, 100%. Like, sometimes it's good. Sometimes I'm disappointed. I never know. It's like smoothie roulette. Oh, wow. You know, normally I go to a tropical smoothie cafe more, I'd say. Yeah. That's um, why I love how you included cafe. Cafe. Tropical smoothie cafe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Called it the whole thing. What can I say? Yeah, um, I normally say tea smooth. Yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah, I've literally never heard that. <laughs> just, like, just like chipotle. Mm. Chipotle. I have had chipotle before. Yeah. Um. In Tarjay. In Tarjay. Okay, yeah. fine. I guess now I'm hip oh. on that. <laughs> but it's good. Whatever. Perfect. I like. I feel like they're consistent there. Yeah. Tim, do you have any life updates? Um, you want to talk about our life updates? What are yeah. we doing this weekend? We are going oh, to a yeah. wedding. Yep. <laughs> we're going to a wedding in sarasota it's my friend jen's little sister tiffany she's getting married it's at the ringling museum museum um which is gonna be pretty cool i think it's gonna be really nice yeah but it's why we were able to come and visit hannah and steve in person so i know so nice it's been so long and honestly kind of was a bummer because the weather today was super crappy yeah. but we had a really good meal at um castile which is actually where steve and i had our first date um yeah. and yeah they had good food good drinks nice pool top view <laughs> <laughs> just the top right 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 <laughs> all right should we jump into today's content yes i'm ready this will be interesting so we're talking about did we introduce the topic yet i think i brought it up earlier we're talking okay. about like dating and how yeah. it's yes you, you know change and kind of difficult through like your 20s and which will be interesting talking about that with our partners. I know. See what I did <laughs> Partners? Partners, yeah. How'd you guys feel? Did you no. feel weird? <laughs> 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 You're like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, What'd so you find? just basically, I just found an article that kind of emphasized the differences between men and women. Um. But before I go into, like, the main differences, I want to ask you guys a couple questions. Just to get the, the male perspective oh, of a take on it. I'm excited. So, after you guys go on a first date, when do you think it's, like, what's your procedure to getting a second date? Like, h- how long do you wait to contact them? Like, do you have anything that you, like, try and do? I, I don't personally have, like, a checklist that I go through, <laughs> per se. I, I feel I'm like it, it, it's no. kind of like a gut feeling I'll go by and say, you know, how did this feel? Do I want to pursue this? Or was this, you yeah. know, because it has to be pretty, you know, has to be kind of bad to, like, not, to, like, at least try another date, yeah. I think. Like, right. the first date's just, like, basics. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be, like, a huge investment and yeah I don't know. you know each other more on the second date why are you looking at me like that i'm just like i'm wondering because i know we've both told like our worst date stories so like what would have to be so bad that it wouldn't even warrant like a follow-up yeah like for a where do your date? standards lie yeah i'm talking like 
I mean, I would think just if you're not even attracted to the person, you wouldn't go on a second date. Or, like, maybe you'd pursue a friendship with them, but you would halt it there because... Yeah. I think don't... we'll get into worse, maybe worse date stories now. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious, but it's okay. Um, uh, <laughs> how do you... Okay. Well, how long did you guys wait to, like... Do you remember how the second date went for you guys? I, I think I messaged you pretty... Or I don't really remember who messaged too, but we talked about it pretty shortly afterwards. Like, yeah, oh, hey, do you want to meet so. up again? And yes. I think like she was like, oh, well, you just want to come over and hang by the pool, and we mm-hmm. had a second date. Yeah, nice. I will say I love a follow up text. Like if the night went well, and you're like, hey, that was so much fun. Like we'd love yeah. to get together another time or something like that. Right. Like, hey, that was a lot of fun. Like I just validation. That. Yeah, like that's a sign of a good day for me, and it's like kind of like I feel like it's almost like courteous if you're interested in that person. Yeah, I think I sent a follow up text right when I got in my truck. You did. Like, it was like a week, like, I was expecting, like, maybe like an hour after, like, when I got home, but it was literally, like, as soon as my car door slammed, it was like, ding. <laughs> I just had a lot of fun. It was a great time. What did, where was your guys' first date? Ours was at a coffee shop. Okay. Um, and it was like a, yeah, Blue Door. It's like a coffee shop bar at night, but it was just nice not to, like, go and have, like, drinks. Yeah, we had It coffee. was like coffee. Like yeah. coffee and like talk. Yeah. And it was just like a lot of fun. So, and then I had a blast with Tori and then. So Text her right away. Yeah. I guess I broke that rule, you know. No, that's not <laughs> rule. Okay. Okay. So what rule? Let's, let's uh, well, unpack that. Isn't supposed to be like a buffer? Like, oh, you want to make them wait? Like, I didn't want to throw them off like that. See, this is, why, <laughs> this is why we're having this episode so we can clear up the misconceptions and we can hear from what the guys think in their perspective as to what we really want from the girls' perspective. Not saying that we represent the <laughs> all the females out there and you guys represent all the males, but just to give a little insight. But for me, like you checked my box by saying that the the follow-up text, like that's what I wanted. So yeah. good. Good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's your do you have another question, Tori? Um oh I was gonna ask if you guys prefer the girls to make the first move. Or do you like to make the first move? And this is kind of like interesting because obviously we don't want you to make any first moves on anybody else. <laughs> but I mean, like before that, what do you guys think? I, I prefer <laughs> the girl to make the first move, I think. Like, I don't know, it just shows that they're interested and yeah. you're not having to overstep because, you know, you really have to feel their body language. And I guess if things are going well, then it, it'll go from there. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't want that embarrassing moment. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, oh, and the, the get the brother hug. And yeah. You're like, I'm done. <laughs> so you prefer the girls to make first? Yes. Okay. Okay. So let me ask back to the last question. If the shoe was on the other foot and like you guys didn't do the follow up text, but we did right off the bat, would that be like different? Oh, I'd be pumped. I yeah, I don't think that's really <laughs> off-putting at all. Okay, but what if it was like a okay date or like a bad date? Would it be oh, off-putting? If then, it was a bad date and like they're like, I even love... got into your car. Like you did. <laughs> like, oh, wow. you out. <laughs> You'd be like, wow, she's like very into it. Like she's eager. Yeah. Okay, there'd be some questions there. I like I think if you're not super into somebody, though, you know, it doesn't matter how soon they text you. Like, they could text me a week later or the day after, and if you're not into them, you're not going to pursue it. So if you're not into someone, do you think that normally you show it in some type of way early on? 
so that like those follow-ups don't happen or like it's not as awkward like if someone goes in for something I, and you're I, not into it like you feel like normally there's a vibe yeah, yeah yeah well yeah i mean if it didn't go well i'd like to have the decency to be like hey you know yeah but do I, you i do like you as a friend i don't know if this is gonna like so work. your approach is just straightforward i'm very blunt, blunt. so okay but you know <laughs> I feel like I would drop hints, and then if it wasn't received, I would be straightforward. Right. Yeah. Well, you would you would end the date earlier, right? Like the date would probably wouldn't go as long. You'd get home. You'd probably there's definitely respond. like that point where you like, yeah. If the date's not going well, it is literally probably like a thirty minute. Like you got drinks, and are you gonna get food? No. Right. Okay. Right. I want to say though, I have been like trapped into dates. Mm-hmm. I have been like four hour dates. And they're not good. I feel like that's a female I feel like thing. Girls, I feel will like that's up a, with so much yeah, more. I, I feel like that's a female thing for sure. Like is like I, not wanting to. I don't know what the vibe is, but it's just like not wanting to back out. Like you kind of yeah. feel like you're already committed to this date, so like you're just going along with. Yeah. What's four hours? Yeah, <laughs> I've been trapped on long dates. What do both have? The worst date. Gonna go see Titanic, the movie theater. <laughs> no, you would just be surprised. Like I feel like sometimes the bar okay. for girls is a little bit lower. We put up with a little bit more because we're like, oh, somebody's showing us attention. Like, we'll just give them another chance. Okay, maybe another chance. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like my experience where dates have been really long is like we like agreed to go do something. Like we agreed to meet at a coffee shop or like. A- the bar at the restaurant whatever and then like we'll finish eating having our drink whatever and then they'll be like all right so what's next i'm like yes. what do you mean yes hands down i've been on one of those dates yeah yeah asks me out picks me up so we're in his car i can't i have no oh, i can't okay. drive oh, picks no. me up and he's like so what do you want to do today 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 as in the whole day <laughs> and then we like started doing one activity he's like oh so what's next oh do you want to go get food should we go see a movie and it was like the never ending date. Yeah. Yeah. I've totally been asked. So what's next? What's next? Yeah, that's the question. That's what they'll do. Oh man, that's tough. You don't you don't have a bailout in mind, like, oh, you know, my grandma needs to do this at this time. Like you don't have Honestly I'm, I'm... And, 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 sorry, an exit strategy. <laughs> you wanna throw grandma into this? <laughs> Welcome with me. What do you yeah. see your grandma? That's cool. Like though, I love grandmas. Is that like the thing is, though, is I know the date's going to end. And at that point, I know I'm probably not going to contact that person for a second date. So, like, at the time, it's like, okay, you just need to get through this date. It's not like it's so bad enough that I need to be like, my grandma's in the hospital. I need to go. <laughs> right, right, but right, right. But it's not really, like, the like I don't see any future with this person. I've definitely ended a date with, like, oh, no, no, no. Like, my family has plans for dinner. Like, my sisters are in town, which, like, was not a lie at the time. I was like, oh, we're all doing dinner together, which wasn't all true, but um, I definitely backed out with something like that. But, like, I'm honestly not a great liar. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel, like, guilty. I don't know. I just, it's totally a female thing to feel, like, guilty and, like, obligated. And I don't know. It's, like, a horrible female instinct. I don't think I've ever on a first date where I pick someone up. I'm always, like, that's meet somewhere. Because that's so true. <laughs> It's honestly not a good sign. Like, don't – you really should not go on a first date where you're not yeah. driving yourself. I will say, though, in, in that case, I had known the person. Okay. So it wasn't like – like, I had known – we had hung out mutually before, so it wasn't like I just got into a stranger's car. But even so, even so, you always want your own freedom to come and go. 
Yeah, but see, the thing is, so you learn by dating. Right, right. So, like, I learned from that process. Right. That I wanted to have more control of the situation. So. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, this kind of goes into what we are talking about, but basically, this article analyzes the difference between men and women and kind of puts things in very blanket generalizations. So, let me just preface with that. Um, but it's from a magazine called Ideal. So, you know, it's, it's a reliable source, um, <laughs> a magazine. But it basically says that women on first dates usually tell everything. Like, they mm-hmm. just like to talk and they're all really open. Um, women like men to take the lead, usually. So you can imagine if women like men to be more assertive and then men like women to make the first move. It can be a little tricky there. Um, women tend to overanalyze things. Which I will, that one I don't feel like is always as accurate. I feel like a lot of guys overanalyze too. It's just less talked about maybe. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Do you think the first two are accurate? I think that. Scientifically, women tend to talk more than men. And I feel like we're usually maybe a little bit more open. Okay. I feel like tell all is like, I, I don't know. You know those people who are like super like forward about their lives like right away. Yeah. I don't. See, again, these are really generalizations. So like all subject to interpretation right too. i agree with the second one more <laughs> yeah women like men to take the lead i definitely think a lot of i think that's very like generally yeah okay um, sorry keep going okay. and then women want to know how the date went like right away like is it gonna leave <laughs> the second date tim's like yeah <laughs> hell yeah um and then women tend to be a little bit more honest on a first date and then in the opposite side men like convenience men like women to make the first move men Mm. don't like eagerness and then men uh need the message loud (laughs) and clear do you agree with most of those oh 100 (laughs) (laughs) i need a green flag waving in the air oh yeah 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 i I think that all mostly sounds true yeah men don't like eagerness yeah i was thinking about that question actually um so like eager as in like maybe like a double triple text like really into it kind of ready to hang out the next time wants answers like when are we hanging out next yeah it seems a little like like aren't those almost contradictory to say that men want women to make the first move but then also don't want them to be eager yeah that's what we're saying no i I mean (laughs) i feel like this is i think (laughs) i think there's a big difference between those two actually i think there is like okay usually when the women are making the first move like guys are viewing that as like oh she's confident like that's hot Whereas eagerness is like, ooh, she's clingy, she's eager, she's needy. Yeah. So it's more of like an attachment thing. Um, so I think that's kind of the interpretation. Yeah, I agree with that. Thoughts? So. Any? Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe that would be the only one. I don't really see, you know, that men don't like eagerness. I think that's probably okay. But to, to an extent, like everything in moderation. Yeah. If you're getting like 20 texts in like 30 seconds, then I'd be yeah. like, whoa. Yeah, but, if, but like, you know, in the scenario we were talking about where, you know, Tim texts you right afterwards, I wouldn't be put off by that. Like, that's not mm-hmm. like yeah. around the top to me. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. They had a good time. So but then it makes you feel better. 
Yeah. Then I know I'd be stressing. Yeah. I was stressing. <laughs> a little bit of, you know, pressure off your shoulders, you know, like. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, reassurance. When it's enough to offer, like, reassurance, then it's good. Yes. But when it's like, oh, they might be into this more than I'm into it. Then I feel like sometimes that comes off as, like, a negative. Right. Yeah. I guess so. Mm-hmm. When you put it that way, but so, now I just feel bad. So <laughs> let me also ask you: Do you guys prefer your partner to be more into like you, or do you find yourself being more like into your partner? Wh- which one do we prefer? Which one do we find way? happening? Like currently, because <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to get at. <laughs> I don't know, maybe this was a bad question. No, um, I don't want any arguments. Here. Admit your guys' feelings. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely have... a loaded question. <laughs> no, it's fine. We, we can skip that. Um, I, I, I feel pretty confident and like, you know, even if I feel stronger than somebody else, you know, because relationships kind of always evolving. So, you know, our emotions are kind of going up and down. So there might be like a week where I like, I'm super gung-ho yeah, and yeah. Then a week where... That's very true. That's perfect. I think that's a good, a great answer. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know how to word that one. <laughs> Um, I was only asking that because a lot of times when we talk about eagerness, like some people are off put if somebody else is like really into it. Right. But usually that's like not a relationship that's gonna work out. I think you like summed it up perfectly where it fluctuates and at times like one person's more into it than the other person and vice versa. Um and so I think that that is more of like you're planning on having like a long term relationship with that person. Yeah. Healthier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much sums up what the article wrote. Again, not saying that we totally agree to it, and these are really generalizations, um, but just gives a little bit more insight into kind of how men and women date a little bit differently. Um, so I want to, do you guys have any questions, like, for us, kind of, like, we asked at all, or, like, oh, what, no, like, general? This is great. You guys are doing the majority talking. We kind of just pushed in a little bit. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but no, ask a question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like this is, like, a slippery slope. Like, here, ask me all the questions of how your exes have hurt you in the past. We'll answer as the female perspective. <laughs> it's basically what we're saying. <laughs> We have a card game we play that's like what's it, what's it called? Um, let's get deep. deep or yeah, let's get deep. deep yeah, deep, and it deeper. just has like a bunch of questions, and it's like icebreaker, deep, deeper, and like it's a but, bunch of questions. But even the deeper ones still aren't like too. I feel yeah yeah. I mean I don't Should know. That's interesting. This? It's at his house. I mean we'd have to get it. We but... could probably Google some of the questions. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that is kind of fun. Um. I don't um, know. What to ask for the first date thing. That's okay. So, <clears throat> was there anything that you were like unsure of? I mean, the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. is this? <laughs> you don't know what you're walking into, what's going to happen. Like, you don't know who you're meeting. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys I mean, think there are any like red flags? For I was just date? about to ask that. Like, as guys, like, what are red flags on a first date? Um, if she's wearing camo. 
Or neon orange. Or neon orange. Caution color orange. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, did, did this happen caution. to somebody? <laughs> it sounds personal. <laughs> All right, Steve. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. This might be taken the wrong way, but if they're super religious, maybe. Mm. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah I can like, see that. Like, like religious to a fault, probably. Yeah. Or like your yeah. your views aren't aligned. Yeah. Our right. Views right. Aren't right. Yeah. I think we all saw from Love Is Blind season two that that doesn't work. <laughs> It's just like, saying. Maybe all didn't see that, but <sighs> what happened? We all did. Um, no, I think oh. that's not. I don't think that's a bad thing to say, and I think obviously that's an individual like Preference, person. Yeah, 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 it's a person to person thing. But um, I agree. If your religious views don't align, it can definitely be a red flag. Okay, other I feel red like flags. We're going on a slippery slope yeah, here. Wait, maybe no, it's not. We did a whole red flags episode for female red flags yeah. that we have for guys. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, we did a whole like episode. one of the one like a big ones like talking about your ex on the first date. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's not fun. Stop. <laughs> I know what you're doing right now. Stop <laughs> just agreeing and think of something. No, 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 it's not that you're agreeing. You're running through your head. Did I say anything on my first date? <laughs> No. And you're comparing everything that I'm saying to the inventory of our first date. Is that, am I wrong? No. Shit. <laughs> Spot on. It's like, hold on, hold on. I just looked up 25 questions. Let me. Girls are afraid to ask guys. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. We should have just led with that. Wait, so, you're asking us questions still? I thought it was the other way around at this point. Well, you well, couldn't think of anything. Questions. Oh, yeah. Oh, my, my mind went blank. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, um, the first one is what you were going to ask anyway. Oh, so you asked. Cool. That's okay. the first one. Do you guys prefer if the girl pays for the date? Or do you guys, like, what is your stance on paying for the first date? Oh, I mean, I just always pick up the bill. I just feel like Tim's such a nice guy that all these questions are going to be so hard to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I I like if they just want to split it, you know, just yeah, treat each other mutual. Yeah, for the first date. But I mean, I don't mind, I suppose, if they're just like, you know, they just ignore it for a minute too long. And then I say, okay, I'll just grab it because maybe they're more old fashioned. I feel like on the first date. I think we have the exact same opinion. So yeah, I think on the first date, I kind of like expect to be paid for it however from there especially once you're in a long-term relationship i expect it to like switch off or be split or like something to that degree like i to your point yeah i agree with you because it's like i'm inviting you out i'm asking you on a date that's what I was gonna yeah say. so like i should just pay for you but and even if the date's awful and like maybe i mess it all up I will pay for that mistake, and I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I will pay you to date me. <laughs> I will give you a. I'm sorry, fee. <laughs> um, I will say though, I think that that rule, or like, yeah, not the rule, but like the guideline that if you ask, you should pay. I think that's like only applicable for the first couple of dates because if you have one person in the relationship who's like, oh, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this, it's not like they're going to be paying every time. Like it should go more back and forth. Right. Totally. So. Totally. I think but, it's more like a first date thing. Right. And I mean, I feel like if like we suggest pretty much equally, like when we want to go out to dinner, then like sometimes like who suggested pays or like we split pretty often. I don't know. I feel like you just find. A balance that's fair after a certain point but i don't know first date i definitely kind of don't expect to pay yeah maybe, same. maybe that's traditional but yeah i don't expect to pay either <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm, How did yeah. this work? Yeah. <laughs> At a standstill. Wait, who paid on our first date? I actually don't remember. I don't. I, I feel probably like you probably did. The thing is, though, like, as women, okay, I don't even want to say that. I think I was Good guys on... are hard to come by, so, like, I want you to pay for the first date until I know that, like, right. because I don't know who you are. Like, I'm still getting to find you. Like, am I going to... Are you gonna be a jerk the whole time, and then I'm gonna pay for you? Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I actually, long time ago, went on a date with someone who specifically didn't want to do something that cost money for the first date. Ooh. Because he was like, "I don't like that whole situation, like whatever." And I was like, "Honestly, I really want to eat." So like can we just go and like I'll pay for myself and he literally didn't get anything like he only drank water because like he really did not want to pay I was like I don't know I thought it was weird ultimately Mm -hmm. um and like when I asked him why he was like oh because like like girls be like leaving and shit like I'm not just gonna pay for stuff for free and I was like oh my god but you're not you offered to pay yeah like you what do you mean for free like you don't you like this is not a transaction like you don't pay for my food and you get something for it like i don't know i have Mm. another follow-up question that i think a girl and guy's perspective might differ what is your guys's like go-to first date like what is it probably out to dinner or like a physical activity i'd say dinner or drinks that's what i was hoping you guys would say i actually do not like first date dinners i think they're terrible i'd rather do anything else than a first date dinner because it's somebody you don't know now you're expected to eat in front of them which everybody's self-conscious and you're not really doing a ton of talking you're getting to know that person because like you're eating or you're talking too much and it's like right straight eye contact you're like you're not doing anything to break the ice like it can be really uncomfortable right I, I like the activity to take away. Like if we need like a standstill of silence, it's like, okay, it's silent because we're eating or we could even talk about the food. So it kind of gives like yeah. a topic at times. Or but the... then it's like, it's like that awkward small talk. And then like, it's a longer event. Like if you do drinks, it's like, oh, we could stay for another drink or I could leave. Like it gives me more of an out. And also it's more casual. There's less pressure. Like, Especially as a vegetarian, I'm like, oh, hi, I'm super picky. I don't like this, this, and this. I can't eat this, this, and this. Like, Yeah, I agree. I think drinks are like, like drinks, whether that's like a cocktail or coffee, like, yeah. is usually an ideal um, first date overeating. Because eating can be awkward. Like, you don't always want to eat in front of people. Um, yeah. I don't I, know. It's just a thing, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. I think actually in our first date, you suggested dinner, and I was like, can you do Blue Door instead? And it was perfect. It's good. Yeah. Because then, like, you can choose if you want to stay or not. It's not like. Right. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready for another question from this list? Yes. Do you prefer. Prefer. (laughs) Do you prefer um, more like. (laughs) Okay. I'm glitching. Do you prefer more makeup or no makeup? I don't like makeup. In general. No. Not even, like, for to get, like, dolled up every now and then? I mean, I guess. Like, if I wore no makeup to this wedding tomorrow. But, I mean, I like you for you, so, like. <laughs> not the question. That's not the question. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't know. 
like you would want you don't want like your like she can hang like she can dress up and get herself dolled up if she has to you know what i mean yeah well i mean different i guess there's different preferences right like i want someone that's like more outdoorsy and like shows up how they want to you know i don't know that's just me I, I like a little bit of makeup. I think that's kind of fun. Literally never. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. But yeah, so either way, I think you look beautiful. So. Okay. Oh my gosh, you guys. This is hard. This is hard to be together because you guys are so AKA. <laughs> <laughs> too nice. You're like, if it was in your, like, You're beautiful too, Tori. I don't know. I think I just learned that I need to wear more makeup. <laughs> oh, see, now we're going to start taking the heart. <laughs> I know Steve has one particular preference about me that I don't do that often, and it's that I wear my hair down. Mm. Oh. And I wear it up, like, majority of the time. And he does not like it as much. I'm trying to think if... That's, like, the one thing he always bugs me about. I feel like there was something, but now I can't remember. It's down right now, if anyone's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. Are you happy, Steve? <laughs> so tell me. <laughs> Do any makeup on and then you'll be happy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. This next question um, was kind of a big topic on when I was visiting my high school friends. We watched Married at First Sight. Mm. And on this one season, this guy really didn't like that his new wife had a lot of guy friends. So what do you guys think if your girlfriend has a lot of guy friends? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I don't prefer that situation, but... At the same time, it's not a deal breaker. Yeah. Right. When jealousy starts to sleep in. Because, you know, one of them definitely has a crush on her. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, you have a lot. I mean, I don't think about it at all. But even you've mentioned that, like, a lot of your friends are girls. Like, a lot of them are in relationships. But normally, you're closer with the girl in the relationship than, like, the guy. Um, But I don't know. I've never thought a ton about it. But that's definitely, like, how you are. Yeah. I actually prefer my boyfriend to have, like, at least one girl acquaintance friend, not best friend. Because right. then they get to, like, know, they learn how to interact with women, and they see this that female side, and, like... Right. I feel like there's a level of best friend. I was going to say, it's for sure. have a girlfriend all day. Girls are friends, sorry. Have women friends for all day. Sure. Women best friends? There's a line, a hundred percent. That's a little. I feel like somewhere feelings are developing. Think the same thing with boys. See, exactly. That's what you're trying to say. Yes. Just yeah. Okay. Um, should a girl ask you out? Like, say, like prior to when you're in relationships, like, ask you out as in like saw you out at a bar and like talk to you or like. I just feel like guys don't care as long as they're getting asked out. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like, like making hey, the move. Do you want to go on a first date? Be like, yeah, I feel know. like you say that. <laughs> I feel like you say that, but it would definitely depend on who walked up to you. I guarantee. Okay. Well, yeah, if they're not my type, then I mean, I'd be like, you have to be physically attracted to somebody. I would think. Yeah. Go on a date with them. Like, if you don't find them attractive. Yeah. I mean, that's in itself, that is all dating apps are. Right. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. I have, like, a whole opinion on that, but I'm going to share it later. On dating apps? About, like, asking people out in that way and dating apps and stuff in general. Okay, okay. We'll say that then. We definitely are going to dive into dating apps here in just a second. All right. Is it annoying to receive messages while, like, your partner knows you're out with friends? 
Ooh, that's a good one. Out with like your group of friends? Yeah, yeah you're so like out with guy friends. Like, your five guy friends, and I'm just like blowing up your phone. Like, can you answer me? What are you doing? Where do you at? What are you guys doing? Blah, blah, blah. Wait, oh, that I Not feel that like I would there'd do be this, some but... trust issues. <laughs> yeah. I would agree. Oh no, but like, what if on the other hand, like, we just like are checking in, like, hey, how's it going? Like, oh, I like, you'd mind that, or would you rather just be like left all. alone when you're doing your thing? I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I think an occasional message is pretty yeah, reasonable, you know. So, but yeah, but if you have your time with your friends, like, don't, you know. Mm-hmm. It yeah. all depends, like, what you're doing. So if, like, literally, I'm hanging out with my friends, and if we're not like going to the driving range or going out fishing and I'm physically not doing something. Yeah. I'm going 100%. to be talking to Tori. Yeah. I think I think you summed it up. It goes back to how secure do you feel in that relationship and mm-hmm. if there is trust or if there's jealousy. Cause a lot of these, like if the person is freaking out on you for just maintaining a normal conversation, there's probably not a lot of trust. Yeah. There. Yeah, there. Yeah. And like not saying from the person who's receiving the text perspective, but the person who's sending them out. Like, if you're being met with that much, like, why are you texting me so much? Like, maybe not the most trustworthy person. Right, right. There's definitely multiple, like, sides and angles that that could be a red flag in some ways. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. There's only a couple more that I'm going to ask. It's, like, almost on the verge of, like, gaslighting. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. just normal things, and if they get blown up. Do you guys know what gaslighting is? Yeah, it's like when you so push, push a conversation, right? So basically you flip the conversation. Yes. Right. So if I'm like, hey, just checking in, like, how's everything going? You're like, why are you texting me so much? Like, you don't trust me? I'm out there. Yeah, bars. you're being, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're now, like, gaslighting that person because you're turning it on them. When it's in reality, it's like, oh, no, I was just checking on them. And they're probably the ones that aren't being very trustworthy. Yeah. Just an example. I'm not saying that's the case. Okay. Do you care about how a girl dresses? Mm. Don't lie. For a first date? I mean, if you're showing up in, like, these new bikinis to, like, Blue Door, I'd be like, okay, we have some questions here. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, not even that, like... Or, like, what if she dressed super bummy, like... Or what if I'm in, like, one of those Target pilgrim dresses? (laughs) Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, like what do you, what are you, you a Mormon? <laughs> what are your limits here? Like, what do you, what is, what factor does that play? I, I feel like, Hannah, you could pull off a lot of different styles, so you could probably get away with quite a bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's a limit to, you know, what I think looks attractive or not. And if you kind of go past that, it would probably take away points from the date. <laughs> um, yeah. I would yeah. value it, you know you came in and like didn't have your you know didn't brush your teeth and yeah that's that's basic hygiene that's basic hygiene and like at a basic animalistic level we all want our partner to have proper hygiene and take care of themselves like that's an attractive trait it shows that they're capable but i'm talking about like style style creative weird funky like does that influence I don't know. I don't have the best style, so. <laughs> I, so there... I'm just gonna say no because I feel like if you pick a style and execute it, I think I would be cool with whatever you like. You know, that's kind of your yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, you, if you were wearing like Converse or something, or you know, fancy shoes, I either way, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. That's but on the other hand, what if it was something like 
like not like stylish only at like all. dirty like, t-shirts and sweatpants and well but like, then we're kind of fringing on hygiene again a little okay. bit okay yeah. or like what if i wear yoga pants to everywhere like i'm clean i'm not working out i'm just wearing but yoga I pants. Literally i'm going anywhere. out to like a Stays nice like, i wouldn't care yeah, i'd <laughs> probably be okay be. with that yeah. <laughs> i wear basketball shorts a lot <laughs> Yeah, okay, that's different though. You want them to dress for the occasion. That's different than hygiene. I understand that, but you literally just said I'm wearing yoga pants out to a nice restaurant. You're not dressing for the occasion. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm asking. Well, then I, it just wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, so you probably wouldn't want to be. Yeah, it, around. I, I like, think it would be a little embarrassing. Yeah, it would take some I points away. Yeah, I guess I just wouldn't care. Like, be like, well, we're not going to this restaurant because yeah. they require. So basically, yeah. just sums up the idea that women dress for ourselves and other women more. Oh, more for sure. Than for I, I, okay, this question <laughs> is intense, and you guys are about to answer for the entire male race. Oh, cool! Ready? Cool. Why aren't guys more in touch with their feelings? Okay, Tim's very oh, in touch with his feelings. <laughs> We'll say. Tim's about to cry right now. Right? Tim is crying. <laughs> just because just because you said that. We'll say Tim is very touch with his feelings and not that I mean that he's emotionally going to cry. I just mean that he can understand his feelings a little bit more than most men. We'll preface with that. Yeah, well, well, I mean that like took work. Right. Yeah. But and, I'm just saying that like your answer might be different than like the typical person who hasn't put in work. Yeah. I also think I had a different like situation upbringing with that so like that's yeah. where like i differ well, you had four sisters yeah <laughs> right right right, right. <laughs> important to know so you have to like you know yeah i i mean i think it's kind of just a cultural difference like when you're raised as a guy um you know you're you talk more about like the sports that you did or like your drive home from school you're not talking about oh you know what interactions did you have with your friends it's more like what are your grades? You know how how you performed. Um, yeah, it, it's less uh, feeling based. I feel like between mm. you know, and everyone's parents are different too. Different too. So I don't know, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was always taught not to share your feelings, and it was only recently that I was like, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you should talk about these things. And right. Like... Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a huge societal and cult- like American cultural issue is that like there's been this notion that like men shouldn't have feelings except for anger apparently like thank you tim and i were literally talking about this in the car that's the only emotion that like young men are taught is acceptable to express it's what they see in the home the most but they never see like sad they i mean certain home situations you won't like men don't aren't happy even Mm. like you only see these very specific negative emotions and like that is what is like most societally acceptable for men to show is like anger. Yeah. It's like pretty messed up. I was just about to say that. And on the opposite spectrum, I feel like the most societal emotion that's acceptable for women is crying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, she's just crying. She's just emotional. Yeah. So. Yeah. And if a woman's angry, she's like a bitch. And like, yeah. there's, yeah. there's like such connotations. And or like, if a man is emotional, then he's a pussy. Like, there's just like these horrible connotations because, like, honestly, every human experience is the same fucking range of emotions. Yeah. So, sum it up. I'm very in touch with my feelings. And, you know, <laughs> but you had to bad. put in the work. To oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. You have to do that. Right. But, you know, it doesn't make me less of a, a man. No, yeah, yeah, totally. I I think I mean 
<laughs> I think women in general find emotional intelligence attractive because in general women are more women. I mean, just like honestly, biologically, scientifically, like women mature faster than men and like emotional intelligence is going to play a big role in like romantic relationships for women who are already mature. So like, I don't know, it's just like kind of an extra step and like an extra thing women tend to look for in relationships that's harder to find. Yeah, that was one of the things I found most attracting about you on our first date was that you had put in the work for yourself and you were very in touch with your emotions. Yeah, I feel like that is hard to find. Thanks. <laughs> um, I do have a quick statistic that kind of goes along that note. Okay. Um, from Forbes magazine, again, another credible source magazine, um, but they referenced a study where they claimed that men are just emotional as women, if not more. They surveyed 184,000 people um, who posted on an online anonymous forum and they talked about the relationship and they found that men discussed their feelings and, during a heartbreak or sadness after a breakup significantly more than women. I wonder if it's partially related to like that Depression. forum being their only outlet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they've held it in the whole yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. That is interesting though. There definitely could be some bias there from that. Um, but it just reaffirms the fact that society is it not okay. So this is kind of their outlet. Right. Right. I, I feel like that is, like, slowly shifting. Mm-hmm. Like, you're starting to see, like, more and more, like, yeah, the, like, spectrum of emotion in men. And, like, actually, it was really interesting kind of the other day we were talking, Steve and I were talking about skincare. And he was saying, like, investing in men's skincare might, like, be the next big thing because, like, that sort of, like, self-care and, like, self-enlightenment that, like, women have already kind of gone through is, like, kind of the next thing for men mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so i didn't know that was a thing well yeah i mean i've heard of like some male beauty influencers who have been getting more popular really? and like yeah so i mean i think it's like a up-and-coming thing hmm. um you did a facial <laughs> with me <laughs> right? no mm-hmm. who is she thinking of that okay well i think we should do this I've been trying to do <laughs> I think you had one on, and you were like, do you want one? I'm like, I'm okay right now. Um, that's probably what it was. Yeah. I've done some it apricot scrub, good. and it feels amazing. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't get Exfoli- Exfoliate the skin, yeah. You didn't yeah. want that men's skin? Why? Why, Tim? Tell us why. I don't know. I'm always afraid that, like, what are we going to put on my or face? Or little metal roller? Stuck, <laughs> and then, like, I do have a beard, this so is I feel like it would be painful. Like a mask, wash it off. <laughs> I want it the cucumbers. Yeah, right. But hey, if it's relaxing, we get some like nice music going. Yeah, let's do this. Perfect. Um. <sighs> okay, so um, we're kind of gonna jump into a little bit more of like, you know, why dating in your twenties and thirties actually is so difficult. And some statistics we found. Um. So I found this article in the Cut which is kind of more like personal essays and opinion pieces. But um, I think this highlights kind of how I feel. And I think Tori feels possibly similarly um, that your 20s and your 30s are kind of like in a difficult time to date because they're extremely important to finding out who you are and building a foundation for yourself for the rest of your life. So you don't want to get too caught up in someone else's problems or triumphs or failures and forget to be experiencing your own. So at the end of the day, like these years are like 
the years where you do you and like be more selfish and so Mm -hmm. that's why dating in general can be difficult because everyone is kind of in that mindset like everyone has like the career goals that they've had in mind since early college and they have like places where they want to live and families in certain places and like connecting your lives can be like very difficult um and I think like in general location can be a huge part of a relationship as well like just locationally where you can be and the factors that play into that I agree I think a lot of times too like we've all done a lot of like self education and learning with ourselves so I feel like we've all put in the work but not saying that it's done but we've done that kind of like in our 20s so a lot of times because you have all this hustle and bustle and you're grinding on your career and you're working on yourself like you're only starting to work on yourself so how do you possibly know what you want until like later in your 20s or sometimes your 30s like that part is all learning yeah so like I feel like it's hard to know what you want and a lot of times people don't even sit down with what they want or like what they didn't want from a past relationship or what they learned so I feel like it takes time to get to that point and a lot of times it doesn't happen in your early 20s so you might be like repeating the same mistakes which is why it's hard to find like a good person or like a partner then mm. yeah I think that's very true well and, and you want to you know have certain um goals aligned with the person you're being with and and you know like you said in your 20s and 30s your goals can change too so maybe things don't work out just because of that like you get with somebody and you guys have a similar alignment in your goals and what you want in life and then that changes that changes over time so you know you never know Mm -hmm. yeah and like yeah i agree i'll I'll talk more about it later yeah so the other thing i found that like they kind of talked about in that article from the cut was that true intimacy is undervalued and i think that's largely because like this idealistic romance is overrated like what we see on tv and in movies has become so idealized and like none of that is really like true romance or true intimacy like there's this new term called love bombing where like either you're like in a new relationship or like early on in a relationship or at a certain stage where like the other person is giving you lots of gifts and like buying you like all these dinners and like doing like lots of grand gestures but that's just kind of like an early on facade that like later on just becomes you know more average and it's just like this overrated display of affection that's like physical and materialistic versus like what true intimacy and true connection actually is and that we lack that like so much more in like society in general and like obviously that would translate into the dating world and I I feel like I see that a lot yeah (laughs) I don't know I don't know. I feel like just the culture that you see on television so much is just displaying that type of romance versus like any sort of like true intimacy or like deep feeling or connection. And I think that like Instagram and social media only amplifies that even further. Totally. Because you're seeing like a tiny 10 second clip snapshot and snapshot into somebody's life and they're going to depict the most perfect version of themselves as a couple. Absolutely. you get this idea again that romance means this and intimacy equals this and a successful um partnership equals this and like those views aren't 
what's real. What's real is what you learn from practice. Right. Which is why like, it's crazy that you like, it's awesome if you do find a perfect connection when you're in your early twenties, but it's hard because you're so new to the relationship game. It's hard to know like what you actually want and what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, honestly, like, I know people who had, like, got together in high school who are, like, still together to this day. And, I'm, I mean, it blows my mind that they actually, like, found their person and, like, are clearly committed to it. Yeah. And, like, to this day that, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's crazy. It's just crazy yeah. when there's so much out there and you just change so much throughout your life. Mm-hmm. I will say, like, one of the biggest things that I've learned personally is that normally when something went wrong in a past relationship I was like that's it you know the relationship's done Mm -hmm. like this happened I don't want to be in a relationship anymore that's it but now that like and I'm not saying like cheating or big things like that like those are obviously deal breakers I'm not talking about deal breakers um but now like it's like oh something happened how are we going to work through it so so much of having a relationship is how you communicate how you get through it and that like a fight isn't an end-all be-all kind of thing when in the past, because, like, again, in movies, you see this big blowout, and they're done, and they break up, and, like, that's kind of what you expect. Or, like, if that's something you've seen in your childhood, or, like, if that's something you've seen on social media, like, all plays into the idea. Like, just this, just the same is true as you see what romance is. You also see what ends a relationship and what warrants a breakup. And I feel like that isn't true either mm. on the same side of the spectrum, if that makes sense. No, yeah. I think that's so, so true. Yeah. And, I mean, I think there's, in general, like, a societal issue where, like, people don't want to fix things. Like, people – it's easier to walk away from a relationship than to fix it. And, I mean, I think a lot less relationships would end in divorce if people, like, could actually put in the work. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's just not always the case that that's something people are willing to do. So, I don't know. Yeah. Also, speaking of playing the work, you guys are so nice right now. Just like <laughs> listening to Hannah and I talk, just like nodding their heads, listening to us so intently, like not saying anything. They're definitely <laughs> just like tipsy and zoned out, though. <laughs> like, let's be real, they're not paying attention. Tim's like absolutely not in our business. What are Hannah's five biggest red flags? <laughs> <laughs> Um, we are getting kind of close to wrapping up here. Um, so don't worry, guys. So the, like, kind of big thing I wanted to talk about that, like, I barely touched on later with, like, asking the question, would it be weird if someone walked up to you in a bar? And um, I think a big reason dating is so difficult now is because we've experienced, like, the most massive, like, flip in dating culture that like we've seen in a long time because if you think back to like I don't know from like the 20s until like the 90s people would ask each other out in person like you meet someone at work you meet someone at the dance or like whatever and like you would talk in person and then you'd get their home phone number if it was even like that time frame and like when the concept of online dating first came up in like the mid later 90s early 2000s it was, like, a very, like, dangerous concept. Like, it was, like, you could find a predator. Like, you could get killed. Like, it was very, like, yeah. sketchy, yeah. honestly, to date online. Mm-hmm. And now we're living in this age where, like, almost, like, everyone I know who's actively dating is on an app. Yeah. yeah. Like, we've both all, we've all we, met. We met, yeah, we all met, like, online, basically. Yeah. And 
I think it's flipped to the point, like, it's almost weird to walk up to someone in public and, like, try to strike it. Like, if you were in a bookstore and... For the most part, if some guy walked up to me or you and, like, tried to strike up a conversation in a bookstore, that would be weird. Yeah. Unless it was, like, happened to be someone perfectly our type. Like, we'd probably feel weird about that. Yeah. Or, like, a grocery store encounter. Like, I'm just trying to, like, small talk, whatever. Like, I, and this is probably not the best of you, but a lot of times I am just so focused on getting that task done. Like, I don't want to be talked to. I don't want to be disturbed. Like, I'm just there to go in, get it done. I feel that. I feel that. So, like, when people, like, want to talk to me, I'm just, like, I'm way more inclined to brush it off and go back to the tasks I'm doing. Whereas with the dating app, I know my intention. Like, I am there to look for somebody. Like, I'm going to be a lot more inclined to start a conversation or carry a conversation. Whereas in the grocery store, like, because nobody does it anymore, I'm just like, oh, are they being creepy? Like, right. yeah. what are they doing? Don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, and I think, like, that flip in dating culture has made it, like, a really weird time to be dating. Yeah. But like, then in the bars, that's more, like, hookup culture right like you you don't go out to the bars really expecting to meet someone that you're gonna like date I mean it happens for sure but I think in general that's not why people are meeting out at bars and stuff and like yeah 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 I just think there's just it's just so different these days I feel like I sound so old but like no but statistically speaking the majority of people meeting now in 2022 are doing so via dating apps yeah like, over half of people that are meeting are through dating apps. Which is crazy, too, because now it almost feels like, it literally feels like a Black Mirror episode that's come true. Yeah. Like, you have 10 seconds to sell yourself. Go. Yeah, basically. And, like, it's obviously, all of those apps are so much based off of appearance because it's all, like, photos and, like, maybe a couple of questions and, like, answers. But all in all, like, you're rating people on appearance. Like, there's no... Yeah, but I mean, even in real life, though, you are doing that to some extent. Right. You're reading people on experience, and, like, you make get to know them a little bit. And this takes us back to love is blind. No. <laughs> and and full circle. Okay, but we are going to wrap up here soon. Um, Tori gave us, us our one statistic earlier, but then we kind of found um, a handful of others from Pew, our reliable research center up in washington dc just to negate our magazine references yeah earlier, we gotta give you some statistics some actual <laughs> some real stats yeah. but it was actually like a pretty interesting article it was published in 2020 so it's not that old um and it says nearly half of u.s adults say dating has gotten harder for most people in the last 10 years um a majority of women say they have experienced harassing behavior from someone they went on a date with concerning um, and most daters say their dating lives aren't going well and it's difficult to find people to date. And that's more than 50% for, bo- for both categories. So the one category being their dating life isn't going well and the other is saying it's difficult to find people to date. Yeah. I, I feel like that could be in turn because of some of the apps, uh, dating apps you're talking about, because those aren't designed perfectly either. Like they're just, you know, how much garbage or on the apps you know right yeah there's there's bots and things on the apps Mm -hmm. too that are literally just disruptive to it and yeah um okay (laughs) so what do you think are the top three deal breakers for people in relationships just take some guesses in relationships yeah in a relationship yeah what would warrant a breakup 
like uh or a first date i i think a breakup or a first date like kind of like what would be a, like a deal breaker like what would make you not want to date someone long term? <laughs> that's not like cheating no i'm that's not one of the top three there's like a voted top three so i'm just curious if you can guys you give us one. like number seven so we can understand a little better yeah voted for hillary clinton Oh, so like they don't what? Like, it's a deal. It's a number seven deal breaker. <laughs> Tori does I'm not shocked. like that. Yeah. Fine, that's fine. Okay, that's so fine. guess what one of the top three is? Did not voting vote. for Donald Trump. Okay. Yes, one of the top really? three deal breakers wow. is voted for Donald Trump. Not gonna lie, I do that. People, Two. first date, I was feeling you out. Oh for yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. He even felt 100%. it. Hundred <laughs> percent. I need to know that. Much. It's important. I need to know where you stand politically. <laughs> Well, you were judging me. You thought I was a redneck, beard, I did gun not wielded, oh, truck driving. That is so, <laughs> so false. That, that is, is so false. Putting words <laughs> in my mouth. I never said redneck. I just thought maybe you might have a little bit more of a conservative view. Tori's too well spoken to say redneck. Yeah. So <laughs> come at me. <laughs> Okay, the last two you guys are definitely not going to guess. I'm just going to tell you. Um, the other top two deal breakers, number one being long distance. Okay. Number two being debt, being in a significant amount of debt. would keep. Okay, I, I'm going to have to say that this survey was pulled from all populations and not our generation because we're probably not. As it says yet. last 10 years. Yeah, but I'm saying like. Oh, yeah. Age, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm probably yeah. vetting for debt because we're all like. In debt. Student loan debt. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. number four and number six is ten years older than them, or is ten years younger than them? That could be like what you in your you're in your okay. 30s. But to be fair, you probably know that before you're going out on the date with the person. For, yeah, at least right. for our generation, it's not like oh surprise, like no, it's listed there. Yeah, yeah. Steve and I are like basically nine, nine we're basically 10 years apart we might as well be okay, 10 well, years apart not a deal breaker for everybody <laughs> no 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 it's obviously it's not a deal breaker i'm I just saying she saw my driver's license i didn't make it up but um yeah we can wrap up this episode oh yeah um i don't know i like this was definitely interesting it was i feel like hannah and i talked the majority of this but which is most of our podcast you, so. you guys are the hosts so. <laughs> it's true we yeah. were so happy to have you guys thanks for oh, coming thank on you. yeah We've wanted to do this for a while. So happy to have you. Um, Stay tuned for our bonus episode to hear more about Hannah's trip. And we also have some more exciting content. We've been working on the audio quality. So hope I know we say that like every five episodes. It's because we're always working on it. For but real. Hannah's serious. We are looking at podcast studios. And yeah, yeah. so we are. We're working on it. Hopefully this one sounds a little bit better than our other ones. Yes. So... In the meantime, please rate, subscribe, and review. Um, and follow us on Instagram at WeBuyPodcast. Yep. Let us know if this audio sounds better. Let us know if there's any other dying questions you've been wanting to ask boys or girls. Um, and maybe we'll put it on another episode. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.